Good morning, uh, those handsome people behind me. Um, <clears throat> good morning, my name is Saul Cruz, lead pastor here at Omaha Vineyard Church, and it is a pleasure to be in your presence um, and, and to be in the presence of God. I love what, what that uh, worship leader said at the end in his prayer, that God, how did he put it? What did I say yes to? God keeps his word. He keeps his promises. And how about that? We're going to look at that today in our, in our sermon. But before I get there, before I get there, got a couple of announcements. So uh, we're going to um, have a little Easter mini-series over the next two weeks about transformation, being transformed. I am changed. That's, that's one of the weeks we're going to have. Um, but it's going to be um, uh, Palm Sunday and Easter Sunday. <clears throat> Easter Sunday is April 4th, so it's the first Sunday of the month. We're going to do communion, and we're going to have live worship. So I, I, I put in my notes, get dressed up and, and come to church, but you know what? We're the vineyard, so maybe it's just short sleeves, shorts, flip-flops, <laughs> Hawaiian shirt Sunday. How about that? Aloha. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, live worship Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday is April 4th, communion. Uh, so that, that's cool. I don't know that I've ever, or, I'm probably, I'm sure I have, but I don't, I can't remember an Easter Sunday that was also communion Sunday. So that'll be kind of special. Uh, that's it for um, announcements. Um, but uh, let me, we'll pray for, over our offerings. And um, I'm probably going to get uh, talked to about this, but hey, if you if you got some extra money from from the federal government, <laughs> the Lord could take his portion from that. Oh, a lot of a lot of head scratching in here. Anyway, um, Heavenly Father, you mm, you we get to be in relationship with you, and you get to speak to us in our hearts and. Um, even, even related to the gifts that we can give you, Lord. So cheerfully, we bring our gifts to, into your house, Lord God, and we ask you to bless them um, as you continue to lead your church. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Lords and ladies, lads and lasses, <clears throat> a little, hang, little uh, language from St. Patrick's Day. Okay, sorry. Where am I? Okay, here we go. Uh, <clears throat> good morning. Uh, we're jumping into our, our message today. We've been going through the book of Luke. Um, for the past couple of months, following the glowing thread of Jesus and his disciples as their humble obedience and risk-taking leads to miracles and kingdom breakthrough. And the idea is that this season might be one of taking risks with Jesus and seeing his kingdom in our own lives in our own families, in our own communities. We want our lives to exemplify that we trust God. 
We trust in God's love for us and that we are willing to risk as we take steps of faith and obedience to God's invitation to join him in what he is doing. God did not just, you know, create it, spin it off, and go to Maui. But he is at work, and he is alive, and he loves us and invites us to join him in what he's doing. The thing is, he's not like us. And so the things that he invites us to do can be scary. And it can feel like we have to trade safety for obedience. And what we've seen over and over again in the book of Luke is Jesus and his disciples submitting to the leading of the Holy Spirit and the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to break in and make things come new. So Luke, the author, stated at the beginning that he carefully investigated everything regarding the accounts of the life of Jesus. He says this, I have decided to write a, a careful account for you, most honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. And anybody remember? What does Theophilus mean? One who loves God. One who's a friend of God. So today, our final message in this series on on engaging in risk is risking courage. We can show that next slide. Courage. (laughs) I love that bow he has in his hair. Anyways, that's the cowardly line from the Wizard of Oz. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we invite you to come. This is where we need you. We need you to give us boldness, to give us your courage, to risk being courageous in the face of new things, in the face of the unknown. And there's a lot of unknown. There's a lot of newness We are a year beyond a lot of things changing in our world. And things continue to change. Some things are changing back, and it can be very scary to move beyond um, the things that we do to protect ourselves, right? So, Lord, we ask you to come. We expect you to come, God. Because you say that you will. So come, Lord. Come into our presence as we look in, in your word. Amen. Okay. <clears throat> so, previously on engaging in risk. So Jesus was in um, the garden, Right? And what has happened between praying in the garden and what we're going to be looking at today, we're going to be starting in Luke chapter 23, verse 50. Jesus has been arrested. He's been falsely accused. He's been put on trial. 
And even though he was found not guilty by Pilate and Herod, he was beaten, he was whipped, he was forced to carry a cross, and he was crucified. All to appease the leading priests, the religious leaders, and the rest of the crowd who wanted Jesus to be killed. He was too different. And let's start in Luke chapter 23, verse 50. Now, there was a good and righteous man named Joseph. He was a member. He was a member of the Jewish high council. But he had not agreed with the decisions and actions of the other religious leaders. He was from the town of Arimathea in Judea, and he was waiting for the kingdom of God to come. He went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body. And they took the body down from the cross wrapped it in a long sheet of linen cloth and laid it in a new tomb that had been carved out of rock. This was done late on Friday afternoon, the day of preparation, as the Sabbath was about to begin. All right, verse 55. As the body was taken away, the women from Galilee followed and saw the tomb where his body was placed. Then they went home and prepared spices and ointments to anoint his body. But by the time they'd finished, the Sabbath had begun. So they rested as required by law. So already we see some of these characters exhibiting courage. I hadn't written this down, but, but as I was you know, looking at the scriptures this morning, Joseph of Arimathea, he, he's like almost like a traitor right, to, to the other Jewish leaders. He didn't agree. And so he went to Pilate and asked for the body so they could honor Jesus by taking care of the, the burial part, right, of Jesus' death. <clears throat> And even with the political climate so charged with the unjust trial and killing of Jesus, the women from Galilee still planned and prepared to find his body, anoint it with the traditional spices and ointments so that he could be buried properly. For them, the right and honorable thing to do was the right thing to do. Same with Joseph of Arimathea. Sometimes carrying on in our habits of doing the right thing can take immense courage. We're going to keep going in our scriptures here. Uh, Chapter 24, starting in verse 1. But very early on Sunday morning, the women went to the tomb taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in, but they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there puzzled, two men suddenly appeared to them clothed in dazzling robes. The women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground. Then the man asked, why are you looking among the dead For someone who is alive. He isn't here. He is risen. He had risen from the dead. 
Remember what he told you back in Galilee, that the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and that he would rise again on the third day. Then they remembered that he had said this. So they rushed back from the tomb to tell his 11 disciples and everyone else. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and several other women who told the apostles what had happened. <gasps> but the story sounded like nonsense to the men. So they didn't believe it. These women, they, sh they risk by showing courage after the death of Jesus. Right? They went to the tomb. They entered the tomb. They were terrified by the men in dazzling robes. They risk by showing courage after the death and disappearance of Jesus. These poor women go from one hopeless situation to another. Their Savior Jesus has been killed. They're finally prepared to give him a proper burial, and they can't find his body. And then, when they receive a reminder of the words that he had said that he would be killed and then rise on the third day, none of the men believe them. It takes courage to believe God's promises when we face situations that seem hopeless. It takes courage to lean into and proclaim God's promises in the face of unbelief. So I, you know, when I think about the word courage, <clears throat> in, in terms of Scripture, I can't not think of Joshua. And where God tells him, the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. I'll find it here. And we'll pick up some of the context in the, in the scripture here. So after the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant. He said, Moses, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead the people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. I promise you what I promised to Moses. Wherever you set foot, you will be on land I have given you. From the Negev wilderness in the south to the Lebanon mountains in the north, from the Euphrates River in the east to the Mediterranean Sea in the west, including all the land of the Hittites, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses. I will not fail you or abandon you. Here's where the courage comes in Be strong and courageous. For you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. 
Do not deviate them uh, from them, turning either to the right or to the left, and then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written on it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Jesus had said to his disciples that the Son of Man, and that's the title that Jesus used for himself, the Son of Man must be betrayed into the hands of sinful men and crucified, and that he would rise up again on the third day. The women, in strength and courage, prepared the spices and the, anoint and the ointments for his body and went to properly prepare him for burial. And when they were reminded of what Jesus had said, they believed his words. They were witnesses of his resurrection. Not from the presence of him being alive, but the absence of him being dead. And then they rushed back to tell the disciples and the rest of the followers what had happened. They courageously risked hope that Jesus was raised from the dead, even though they had not seen him. But because they had not seen him and remembered what he had said. I found this list of uh, seven promises uh, in Scripture that um, I thought I'd throw up here. So which of, which of God's promises require strength and courage for you to risk hoping in? Is it, I will be with you. I will protect you. I will be your strength. I will answer you. I will provide for you. I will give you peace. I will always love you. I know for me, when I look at this list, it's the I will provide for you, which is strange when I think about it because I can list off many times when God did provide for us, where he, where, you know, we had messed up. Or we had just, you know, gone through life and life throws us a curveball and, whoa, you know, we have an emergency and aren't prepared for it. And still, God provided for us. It's to the point now that when, when my kids experience financial stuff, I'm like, don't worry about it. It always, it always works out. <laughs> it always works out. But still, when I look at this list, That's for me. That's the one for me. And I'm like, I, you know what? I, I, I still need courage to risk hope that he will provide for me. So when you face a situation that is seemingly hopeless, what is your reaction? <clears throat> 
Are you like the men in dazzling robes? Why are you looking among the dead for someone who's alive? He isn't here. He's risen from the dead. Do you presume? Well, let me, I, I started reading that wrongly. <clears throat> do you presume that these are angels? I do. And because they're angels, they know more than mere mortals? But think about their message. Their message is to remind them of what they had already heard from Jesus. When you face seemingly hopeless situations, are you courageously proclaiming God's word and his promises and reminding others of the truth of God's love and his presence in all situations? Or are you like the women? Yeah, circumstances are bad. And you're looking at what is bad. And then, once you remember Jesus' words, when you remember his plan and his promises, you risk courage to hope and rush to share your witness and testimony to others. Or are you like the men? Any message of hope or risk sounds like complete nonsense and therefore unbelievable. God's command to jo Joshua <clears throat> is be strong and courageous. God's grace and presence and plan and promise is so far beyond what we can imagine. He is infinite, and our, mind, our finite minds cannot fully comprehend him. And in the Vineyard Movement, we say that faith is spelled R-I-S-K. when these finite beings are presented with an infinite God. All we can see is all we can see, but he can see beyond and he knows more. Will we trust him? Do we trust him? Will we take a step of faith? I'll get back to my notes here. His forgiveness of your sins is free. His love for you is free. When you say yes to Jesus, you're taking a step of faith to trust in God's great love for you. When the situations you face seem hopeless, it takes courage to trust God. It takes courage to believe his words and to risk that he will keep his promises. I was reminded of this verse So, in the garden was like right after Jesus fulfilled the law and the prophets, right? Joshua, that was the law and the prophets, not fulfilled by, by Jesus. Romans 8 
verse 11. Oh, 10 and 11. And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by the same Spirit living within you. We will face situations that seem hopeless. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is alive in us. And he can give us his courage and his faith to risk trusting in God and his word and his promises regardless of what things look like. Holy Spirit, grant me the courage to risk hoping in the face of seemingly hopeless situations. May this year be one of taking risks with you, Jesus, to see your kingdom come in our lives, in our families, in our communities. We want our lives to exemplify that we trust in your love for us. And that we are willing to risk as we take steps of faith in obedience to your invitations to join you in what you are doing. Holy Spirit, lead us into acts of kindness and mercy to those around us. Give us the words to say when we're speaking to our neighbors or our coworkers or our fellow members of the human race. Give us peace that when we step out in risk, to share hope, to share courage, to share the good news of your great love for all. Remind us of your words and the main and plain message of your forgiveness of all sin and your adoption of all into your family and the gift of your Holy Spirit living in us. By your wounds, we are healed. Hmm. Lord, over and over again in your scripture, you, you tell us, do not be afraid, for I am with you wherever you go. If we are to be called by your name, to be part of your your project, your plan to be your ambassadors, to represent you. Mm. Lord, give us the courage to risk. May we risk being courageous by putting our faith in your words. May we risk 
being kind. May we risk worshiping you and praising your name regardless of what others might think. May we risk being in relationship and community and receiving friendship and honor from undesirable people. May our lives bear your name and may our lives bear fruit because we are tapped into you and we lean into you regardless of the situation. Lord, we, we, we use your word and, your, and we rely on your spirit. We submit ourselves to your spirit to not be afraid, but to remember that you are with us wherever we go. Omaha Vineyard Church, God is calling us to have an impact on our community and on our city. And it's going to take courage to do things differently than we've done before, to do things that we haven't done before. And I want, I want to be able to say obeying Jesus is worth it. Amen. All right, let me pronounce our blessing over us today. And again, these are the words of the Lord uh, from uh, Numbers chapter 6. Then the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons to bless the people of Israel with this special blessing. May the Lord bless you. And protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Whenever Aaron and his sons bless the people of Israel in my name, I myself will bless them. He gives blessings so that he will bless us. It's like he gives us songs to praise his name. Lord, may we, may we have our blinders broken. May, like, like we see in, in Acts, may the scales fall from our eyes so that we would fully understand your favor on us and your love for us. May that fill us, may that heal us, and then... May we share that with the world. Amen. Mm.